Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Believe and Listen Talk Radio from New York with Carla Blaha, Evidential Medium. Weekly conversations on all things spiritual and metaphysical, discussions, callers, and readings. Cultivate your personal connection to spirit and the universe. Learn that the impossible is actually possible. Hello, and welcome to Believe and Listen at Blog Talk Radio with me, your host, Carla Blaha, Evidential Medium. Today we're going to be discussing a topic which is very interesting to me, and I'm, it's not my forte, I'm not good at it, and I find it fascinating. It's tea leaf reading, which goes back as an ancient form of divination. And with me today, Joan Cara will be joining me to discuss tea leaf reading, as Joan, among many other things, is an expert in tea leaves. To hear a little bit about Joan Cara, Joan grew up in a metaphysical family, and psychic was something that was more natural to them than unnatural. So in her life, the many years she's devoted to the art of metaphysical, the genre of it, she offers guidance in matters of the heart, predictions, those who have crossed over. She's a gifted medium. She has been recognized in seven books, including the first edition of the Top 100 Psychics in America. She recently wrote an article for a new book called Harmony and Chakras and has been interviewed by many publications, the Wall Street Journal, the Daily News, WAG, just to name a few. She has also made public predictions that have been accurate for politics and weather. So Joan is gifted in many areas and tea leaf reading and the uh, technical word is tassiography, I think, or something close to that. But we're going to be calling it tea leaf reading today, which is much like coffee grinds, which is a, a talent that not everybody has. So, Joan, thank you for joining me. How are you? And thank you, Carla. Um, I'm hoping you're going to help clarify and teach us a little bit about the art of tea leaves because it's something I find fascinating, and I actually did take a class with you once in tea leaf reading and found it wasn't necessarily my forte but fascinated by it. So I'm wondering if you could maybe just explain to us what that actually is and what it means to someone that thinks tea leaves. How on earth do you read those? Just the description would be great. Okay, well, Throughout history, we always looked at patterns that would stimulate the subconscious with pictures, and we would put symbolism to them. Um, before the tea leaves, that tea leaves and coffee grind reading came from the Mideast and China. Tea became popular in the Victorian age, um, and it replaced um, the, uh, the former readings of molten wax, molten lead. That's kind of dangerous and cumbersome, so um, the tea was a easier form and you look it's looking at patterns now people who are very visual and into symbolism they may find it easier to read um than other people um so the pattern would be like i i teach people the first thing that comes to your head i think people overanalyze things so example uh, one that was kind of fun. I, I saw. I actually saw a dinosaur in a cup, and these two girls. And these are short little readings. These aren't in-depth readings, like an hour. These are like 
you're at a party, you have to do do the line fast. So um, I said, I see a dinosaur. Either you went to the Museum of Natural History, or perhaps one of perhaps you keep uh, replaying an old um, event that you're not letting go of. And actually, these girls laughed. One was a foreigner, so they they said we just went to the museum. Actually, saw the dinosaurs, and one keeps. Um, harping on an old event, you know, like a breakup with a guy, something she couldn't let go. Um, so you see the picture. You don't know what it's going to mean. I, I One that was fun was um, I saw a rooster. Now, it wasn't a regular chicken. It was a rooster. So I told the, the client, oh, I see a rooster. You must wake up very early. And then she said, I do. I live in a farm, and I do have a rooster. That was very funny. And actually, I visited. Uh, I visited her farm. I became friends with my client, and they have the oldest running family farm in the Hudson Valley. The most challenging cup I had was totally empty. It was void of any tea leaf, not even a stray dot, nothing. So I said to myself, "Hmm, emptiness does mean something." It's the, you know, meditation, the absence of thought. That's what I came up with. And she said, the client then said, I'm taking a mindfulness class. Um, So coming up with emptiness made sense. What are the questions that you have? Well, uh, a couple. That that breeds a couple questions for me. In a moment, I'm going to ask you how you actually do the tea leaf reading, get the tea Mm -hmm. leaves into the cup. But what I'm realizing from what you're saying is, because I know it's an art that is passed down generation mm. to generation. Apparently, my grandmother did it, but she passed mm. away when I was 11, and I really only mm. got to know her mm. starting about 8. I don't even know who taught her. I don't know anything about it, so I mm. missed that. And I don't know who. Someone would have had to pass it down because I know it's an art passed down. But what you're telling me is that an experienced reader would see something almost like a psychic reading. Medi- you know, I know that it is a psychic reading, but you know how in psychic readings they can be metaphorical or literal. Yes. So the yes. rooster could have represented in another reading someone who um, didn't live on a farm but had a rooster growing up, say, or had a rooster on their mailbox. No, I but mean, these are very brief readings. You would just say rooster. Right, yeah. exactly. So e- even short. if it was from their past or their friend has a rooster, um, you're not getting into the details. This is one do way you, you do let them say it. Yeah. Do you ever get into detail? Is a tea leaf reading? Oh, yeah, sometimes. No, more? this is a brief because these are five-minute readings. These are not in-depth. Like I saw a picture of the Eiffel Tower, which was very obvious. Yes. And then the people start. All I do as a reader with tea leaves, it's, not a, it's a different kind of reading. I'll just say Eiffel Tower. And then the client said, oh, I just asked my girlfriend to go to Paris with me, and the friend was sitting next to her. Um, but, but it's different than if I'm doing a big long reading where then I could read I read from the the cards of the nine to eight, then I could do another shuffle. Then I could look at timing with numerology. With the teacup, you just had that teacup once. Oh. And you not only is it that you not every you only get a very few patterns that you actually can make sense of. So it's so, different than a card reading where you keep shuffling and keep doing it. This I have one shot, that's it. I never knew that. I thought somebody could 
go and say, just like a, a mediumship reading or a card reading or psychic reading, and say, I'd like a 30-minute teacup reading. So that's not how it's done, you're telling me. No, or maybe some people okay. can do that. No, you're going to have don't. to drink a lot of tea, empty the cup. Now, I do <laughs> turn the t- Yeah, yeah, but I also read the saucer. I, um, it's loose tea. Not everybody drinks the tea. Sometimes, a lot of times I throw the water out. One person didn't even want to touch, drink the tea. I just had them touch the cup. I well, turn it. I'm going to, I, I am, I'm to interrupt yeah. you, sorry, which I don't like to do, but I'm going to interrupt you because I'm fascinated by that, and I think people want to know. How do, can you just go before you tell the story, the mechanics mm-hmm. of how the tea leaves or the coffee grounds get into the cup, the drinking? Oh, it's just putting, putting loose thing. tea in a cup. That's mm-hmm. it. It's not from tea bags. Tea bags, it's too fine. Don't open up a tea bag and then put those leaves in a cup. It will not work. They're too fine. Loose tea works the best. Black loose tea. You could even try experiments. I tried, um, uh, I had Japanese tea that has these little, like, kind of a popcorn thing in it. I had that in it. Um, Some teas, loose tea doesn't work as well. So you have to experiment and they make a picture, all right? They, it's like the ink blot. If you remember from psychology, there was these ink mm-hmm. blots and people had to interpret what the, what the journey was. So you put loose tea. Don't overdo it because sometimes if it's too much, you can't see anything. They they drink it or I empty out the, the excess tea. You turn it upside down. I have them tapped because you want to get some of the leaves out. I read the saucer, too. The saucer sometimes is easy, sometimes is not. Uh, if I get extra, that just gives me a little bit more information. So the saucer is not indicative of another time of life or the future well, of the it's past? Just, no. It just adds? No, 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 no. I just figured um, since the tea leaves are falling on the saucer, why not take advantage and see if there's any pattern there? So you leave the tea leaves, unlike using a tea ball, I think that's what it's called, where you would put it in exactly. there. You leave it in the water. Drink it right. or it's not, not drink it and flip it. Yes. And it's not that fun to drink because you do get the tea in your mouth, yeah. you know. <laughs> but um, um, coffee grinds the same way? Is it yes, the same I, my aunt read coffee grinds. Nowadays, you, people don't even know where the coffee grinds are with the carrots <laughs> and all that. <laughs> we used to say we're a couple of coffee grinds, and, and I'll never forget. She didn't, you know, as a children, she didn't really read us. But one time she did read me. I was getting old enough. I think I was around 12. She says, I see shoes. You're buying shoes. Now, it so happened that it must have been a crazy period that in a month I bought more than one pair of shoes with my mom because the shoes were not comfortable, and it was Easter time. So when she came back, I said, you were right, Aunt Josie, because I had to buy three pairs of shoes. You know, they didn't fit, and da-da-da. So I just thought that was funny. That is cute. So tea leaves, I mean, I'm asking these questions a lot for me as well, not just the listeners. Um, So you, you would do them for a short reading for little snippets about basically what's happening in their life right now. Well, I'm not going to say just what's happening. One time I saw a saxophone and this woman said, oh, my uncle plays sax. So these are going to be absurd sometimes. They're not the big story. They can be, but uh, that's a good question. Um, One big story with I saw this, really, it was so cute, a, a little kid's face. 
And I said, you love children if they're not yours. And then she pulled out her phone and showed me her nephew. And I swear, I took a picture of her, of it. Her little baby face in my tea leaves looked just like her nephew. Um, it, but the guy who played saxophone wasn't a big event for that client. It's just what I saw. So they're arbitrary, the pictures. So they're not always biggest uh, impact of your life. They could be little there things. There has to be, right, <clears throat> understood. There has to be some form, though. Like, I, I come from the school of that everybody has a natural sixth sense. And, mm. yes, everybody can do psychic work and everybody can do some mediumship work. My belief system is not everyone's meant to do it for a living. Kind of like yeah. most people can sing, except for me, but most can. Yeah, but not all of them. I've taken lessons. I can't do it. I got fired from my lesson for being tone deaf, so I actually can't. Yeah. <laughs> but I figure I can talk to dead people, so we're going to make that a swap. But most people yeah. can sing. Some are great, some are not, and some are in between. And I feel that for the sixth sense. I believe it can be developed and strengthened, and then people land where they land. But from my experience, I, I found it very interesting taking your class a few years ago because I had to really get out of my head on how I read. You know, I did this mm. tea, and I put it in the cup, and I'm looking, and I had a colleague with me who was also a reader, and she's seeing all these symbols, and I'm looking at the cup, Joan, and I am seeing nothing. And I cannot, for the life of me, I'm staring, and I see nothing at all. Not because there was nothing there, but because it's you couldn't not see, my yeah. thing. Now, I'm also, now, besides my aunt reading, I also took in college art history, and we had to look at symbolism in paintings and and interpret, and I also took poetry, and I write poetry. And that was a lot about symbolism. So my and how mind. Many I did that too. <laughs> oh, you did it too, and it didn't I did help you. Oh my! And art. wow. But, you know, okay. What I realized was this, because then you paired us up, and I'm sure you don't even remember where the, when the yeah class the class. You paired us up, and I had to read a woman, and she's telling me all these things that she's seeing, and she's not a reader for a living. Mm, mm. And she's telling me these things. She's doing quite well, and here I am laughing, thinking, good Lord, this is what I do, and I see nothing. So I'm trying to make something out of nothing, and I looked at her. I don't even know if you know this. I said, you know, I'd like to give you a reading, but I'm a medium, so can I just turn this cup down and give you a message? And I just sat oh, there wow. and read her as medium. And I said, because I realized, this is not my forte. I thought it's fascinating. Yeah, everybody but it is isn't different. my genre of reading. It just isn't. But I find it really fascinating. And that's one of the reasons I know you do a lot of other types of readings, but not mm. everybody can read tea leaves. And not everybody yeah, you don't can relate to it. Grounds. Yeah, I could do, you know, I, I, I was good at math. I love numerology. Other people, they can't even add, so they're not going to do it. Um, it, I'm not a tarot reader, and, and and I don't want to look at all that stuff on the tarot, but everybody's different, and I think you have to go with what's natural, uncomfortable for you. You could always still keep trying to do the tea leaf readings. Maybe, um, you know, I took this class on bending spoons. Now, I just what did that things... Friday. <laughs> oh, you did? Just, you, who was I, it? Oh, I did it one other time, and I think you did it after I told you, Dr. Jean yeah. Ang. And I just did it again um, Friday night, like three days ago. Right. Now, to me, the first thing he said was people who are energy healers and psychics who are in the room, you're going to be the last ones to bend the spoon. And he said, because you're going to expect that it's easy. But I was one of the last people to bend the spoon. Well, you know, that's funny. And when I did it at home practicing, I couldn't do it. 
Well, I did the first class a couple of years ago. So I'm actually going to be teaching spoon bending because I was a former school teacher. So I can teach anything. Yes. So when I, I have, that's interesting. We're going to digress a little bit, but that's okay. Yeah, I that's all right. I took that class and I went in, there was 10 of us, and I went in with a friend who's also a reader. And I have to admit, I had the little bit of, oh, I'm going to be able to bend a spoon because this yeah. is what I do. There were 10 yeah. of us. I was the seventh out of 10 to be able to bend yeah. it. But the other and night, said that, yeah. I bent the first spoon, or was there forks, actually, and I was able to bend six out of the seven. I bent the times, oh and I God. came home, and I taught my 12-year-old to bend it. So Oh, that's I get good. And it you, takes practice. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, but it's it's a cool thing, and I you, I can't believe he didn't say that in our class. Those that are energy yeah, healers he and readers, in our but class, it was true. And the first one, I would like to take it again, but I think maybe you need to take tea leaves again, or or start um something simple. Like I did, somebody, she really wasn't a reader; she was more like a psychologist. She had a blue piece of paper, and I had a drawer on it, and that was representing the subconscious. She got a lot of my secrets out of me just from doing this. And I think it was an old, you know, Freudian or Carl Young thing, you know. So um, have fun with it. I think sometimes you put too much pressure because you're expecting that it would be easy for you. Yeah. Well, yeah. And and then maybe it's not my thing either. I mean, there's certain – that's why I find communicating to those who've crossed my easiest method. Yeah. To me, it's a black and white. It's an easy connection. Um, cards, I do read them since 1993, but they kind of restrict mm. me, which leads yeah. me to another question. Since I have you on this interview, you also do, and we'll could do a whole show on this. You read playing cards, which my That's grandmother That's how my aunt read from half a deck, nine to the ace. My grandmother did that. She would never do oh, it wow. for me, but that I knew she did because I'd have to leave the room when she did it. And she did it behind yeah. closed doors and et cetera. And I, I think she she was born in 1911. I, I don't think it was a thing. Yeah, so. we did it. Right, if my father came through, we hid the cards, even though he knew right. about it. And so, in those days, what you rightly said, in I read your bio, you didn't do it public, publicly. No. This was not something you did at parties. This is only a few Family members and friends, and that's it. My uh, The day before my first day of kindergarten, my mom took me aside and said, you know, tomorrow's kindergarten, your first day of school. Um, don't tell anyone that Aunt Josie reads the cards. It's a family secret. They won't understand. Now, she didn't have to worry. I was the quietest kid at the school, but mm-hmm. it was something you hid. Absolutely. I mean, at one point, people were burned at the stake for this. And of course, people were thinking we're insane, and I'm, I'm, and clearly some people probably still think we are. I just tell them to look mm. up quantum physics and and see that it's a real thing. But I'm realizing now that I started out with tea leaves, and I'm actually going to shift this when I title this interview to um, playing cards as well and other forms of divination because you are unique in that sense. That those are two things that you do that. I don't do, and the average reader, and I say average with a quote because no reader is really average, but you do that, Joan, <laughs> and I've, you, you've read them for me. I don't understand it. I don't know how it works, but since we have, you know, 10 minutes left, maybe you take um, a couple minutes to explain how playing card readings work. Well, it's the same thing. Some of them, uh, my aunt, you know, had some symbols, some symbols I had to create for the new for you know the more of a modern take um 
it's unlike tarot, there's not a lot on the playing card, very little information. So I'm really using a lot of psychic um, energy, very little. I do it really fast. Hmm, it's a good question because a lot of people ask me to teach it, and I find I, I don't really have a, much logic to it because I, I'll do something like, oh, queen of clubs, I don't go for person. I go curly hair. So that's so ridiculous so that they're looking for like. Of no, that's your for curly me. Curly hair, but that's what I'm saying. Is that no, no? Your that's symbol? what I'm using for some people. Or I no. go the redhead, or they go. Oh, I'm not going to use queen of hearts. I use that for me. So a, a, a real person who does the, those kind of cards is not going to say that they're going to describe a personality trait of the queen of clubs. I think the best thing that ever happened to me is when I left the cards and I had to do a parties, and I just did it without because and right. I try to teach tarot readers. You have to look away from the picture um, and, and do it more psychically. But I just because I grew up with it, and I, and I like things very simple, half a deck, short and sweet. Um, I've had people try to make my work more complicated. Why don't you take this $400 class to, to, to enhance what you do? I said, you know, I'm doing it. Why do mm-hmm. I need to change it? to make you happy when you don't even do it, you know. So, yes, you always want to have knowledge, but make things simple because you want the psychic voice or message to be immediate. Let me put it this way. You just want to stimulate the psychic um, message. So the cards mean something to me. Sometimes people even say, I do a quick spread. They go, well, what about that side? That side, I say, well, uh, I just say, I don't even look at it. It doesn't mean anything. I mean, it may mean something, but I'm doing it so fast that I'm just going to take what I see fast. That's me. Other people, a tarot reader does a spread. They're looking at each card, and I'm not going to spend all that time. But that, but again, I I like to do, I'm an Aries. I don't have patience, but I'll get you the... (laughs) The, the information you need, I can do an hour, an hour and a half, two hours with a client, but um, I'm not going to um, <clears throat> go over each card. Sometimes the cards together mean something. Example, a ten of spades to me is like a block, and if it's next to a communication card ten of, or a job card, those are my symbol, ten of, ten of club next to a ten of spades. And if it's next to a queen, and I say, oh, you're not talking to a female. And some of them may say, yeah, that's my sister. I'm not talking to her for a while. Or it may be, oh, you lost the job or whatever. So communications are bad. But it's, it's a very short little thing. It's not uh, this big um, meaning. Um, the it, same things with the tea leaves, short and simple. Sometimes it's it's hard to get one little thing. If I'm having trouble, I'll tap, I'll turn it upside down, tap it more. Or mm. as I said, when I got the totally empty cup, I had to come up with something. So make everything simple. That makes life easier, even readings. But I think you were trying too hard for the teacup yeah, when you probably, took the class. And- Probably, and I also know that we resonate with certain things. I just find it fascinating of course, yes. with my grandmother. But I know that I can, I can tell. Like years ago, when I was, uh, I started reading cards in 1993. I had, I struggled with them after a period of time uh, because I felt they restricted me. 
And I had so mm. much more to say at the time, not knowing that this was mediumship that was trying to break through. I didn't train wow. on that till later, 10 years ago. But now I know why the cards were so restrictive to me because I felt like I was being inaccurate. And if I were to just let go a little, follow the guidelines and go with my sixth sense or what I heard in my head, I was far more accurate. So you do have to have, like when you saw the empty cup, you have to have an intuition to be like not throwing the person out and say, I can't get anything. You have to kind of scan them and use your own sixth sense to be like, wait a minute, this means something else for you. You know, yeah, it could be. I also didn't want to disappoint her and say, you know, and, but it was also me. Um, hmm. Yeah, you, you are using your sixth sense and maybe you're making a form that no one else could see the picture and you're just trying to create the picture. I don't know. That's a good question. Well, if you were trying to create it and it wasn't there, it wouldn't be accurate. So that's my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sense that you naturally have that you're able to do that. Where even like me with the great sixth sense looks at the cup and says, I see nothing but tea. I mean, it's very funny. Ah, I, think, <laughs> I think you have to, I don't mean to interrupt, but I think you need to have a good talk with your grandmother and yes. have her channel how to do this so you'd be more relaxed. I know. I probably and, uh, should. I also know it's not where I'm meant to have a forte, but I believe in building blocks and taking lots of classes and all of the above. And I and I actually think you'll be able to bend a spoon, Joan. So don't worry. If I could get my son to bend a fork yes. and it's tines, I can get you to do that. So don't yeah, worry. Yeah, I'd like about, to do it again because you know it is a very, a very. I don't know what the word is. Awe-inspiring to oh, do yes. it. You're like. And then you see it happen, and it, it, it feels like it's melting. And this is a hard mm-hmm. substance. I, it's unbelievable. Here's the thing, and I, we've got about four minutes left. I, know, I had a question, and I want to email the instructor. I wonder how some women get the strength to lift up a car to save their children. I wondered mm-hmm. how much of it was I shifted my energy and actually just gained new strength. So I need to ask about that, how that quantum field um, influences that, but I, I didn't get to answer, ask that question. But my friend That's did a take a weekend class. <laughs> I know, but I really, I thought intuitively, my God, I think my strength yeah. changed. But I do believe you can turn it into um, a softer substance. But we'll, mm. I'll do that on a whole other show. That's a whole big with, show. Yeah, it is. To start winding this up, so tea leaf reading, card playing card reading, is not as popular today as it used to be. It's a, it's a dying art, and I'm so glad that you do it and you offer it. Mm. And I know you teach classes in different places. I know that um, and we can, if we have a minute or two left, we can talk about something else. But I just Listen, you're there. invited as long as Adam Ber- with Adam Bernstein, November 25th, I believe, we're going to be yes. doing a threesome as yes, a mediums, a medium circle Excellent. with three brilliant, talented mediums who are also my yes, friends we are we're at the wainwright house in rye right yes so we'll put that yes. on our websites which reminds me your website is psychicjoancara.net correct correct and and your email is psychicjoan at yahoo.com and tell us um briefly where you read in case people want to find you greenwich connecticut and new york city and of course on the phone on the phone. And in New York City, how where can they see you? Sometimes at the TRS Suite or at Om Shanti, which is a New Age store that's a discount place, or private readings down on near Wall Street. 
Right. And also, Wainwright, you do some things, and we'll be doing some things Yeah, some there. events. And and you have that new book on the chakras that you oh, added yes. a, an article for? I, I did a chapter, um, Harmony and Chakras, and that will be available on Amazon soon, or you can get the book directly from me when you come for a reading. Well, very, very good. It's a collective well, of many different healers. I love that. I love that. I, I'm, I'm interested in looking at that. Well, I thank you for joining me today and sharing the knowledge that you have. And, you know, I'm sure there's more people want to know about tea leaves and they can contact you and take a class or playing cards, um, you know, at any time. And maybe we'll do a deeper follow-up on this down the road. So thank you for joining me. Thank you for this wonderful opportunity. Oh, my, my pleasure. And for those listening, my, you can reach me at carlablaha.com. And my book is Get Your Vibe Back on Amazon. And I do groups and private readings on the phone. And there will be many more shows coming up with guests and private shows that I will do live and podcast. You'll find this on iTunes um, under podcast under Carla Blaha very shortly. So thank you for joining us, people and John. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to Believe and Listen with Carla Blaha. You can find Carla at CarlaBlaha.com. To increase your personal sixth sense, Carla's book, Get Our Vibe Back, is available on Amazon Kindle. Tune in next week for more things metaphysical.